Welcome back, everybody. It's been a minute. It has been a minute. I feel like I said that the last time it had been a minute, but this has actually been like... It has been a solid, hot minute. Uh, Notice that we didn't say welcome back to the Cinegarden podcast. We did a little bit of uh, soul searching. We were wanting to get back into the podcast for a while, but ended up just feeling like we needed a plan, more of a solid foundation for our podcast because... In the past, if you've watched those episodes, there was planning, there was like production behind it. Um, but to be honest with you, it was an audio issue. Not yeah. that it wasn't clear, it was just the audio was not tracking correctly, it was getting off, and I was having to do a whole lot in post for it. And for me and our workflow, it just didn't feel like it made sense for a while. Hopefully this time is better and we actually well, have figured out the Even the if it's issues. not, we're getting him a new mic, so this is temporary. Yeah. So if this mic has issues, we'll be fine because we'll have a, a new mic soon. But we could have waited to record, but... To be transparent with excited. you guys, I can't even hear myself in my own headset. His headset is not connected to anything it it's really solely for aesthetic. it's solely for aesthetic purposes you can see i have one ear off because it's pretty muffled if i don't but nevertheless welcome back i'm glad y'all are here we've got some really cool things going we do and we have like just so much to to catch up on from this year um i think our last podcast was like nine months ago or maybe more i feel like it it was somewhere around March or April. It, yeah, it was in spring. Um, and we don't have to catch up on everything today. Um, I feel like today we just want to kind of talk about this relaunch, talk about our new name and kind of dig into like why did we change it and what our heart and like vision is for this podcast. And um, I think also just for our I guess, dipping our toes into education and yeah, so. Yeah, hopefully you guys are along for it because we want you to be, we want to get connected with people and that's kind of the whole point is just community and like just being able to be there for people and like help help people and learn in the process. Yeah, Um, I think one of the biggest lessons that we learned last year was how important it is to invite people in because in this industry and I think in probably a lot of freelance or like creative industries where you're self-employed um it's like a super lonely environment if you let it be and you really do yourself a disservice by doing things by yourself and not uh connecting with other people yeah so there were there was a time recently at the beginning of the year where we weren't really doing much on social media and things like that because we are just, we like we're in a cave editing. Yeah. And I feel like the thing that grounded me the most was just seeing like engagement through social media when we did say something or if we posted to our story and people reached out and had conversations with us, like it was two weeks at home. I'm pretty sure we, we almost didn't leave the house. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like, December and like halfway into January we were pretty like cooped up and um 
dang that it like sucked honestly <laughs> yeah it wasn't great yeah it wasn't great but we got we got what we need to get done yeah totally okay well we're kind of jumping around so let's uh let's address the name change the name change so our new name is for the feeling and we I'll tell you the story of like where this was born because it was only last week that it was born. <laughs> it was born last week. Um, we were actually on the way up to Memphis to purchase a new laptop, which was much needed and very nice. Yeah. Have been enjoying that purchase a lot. Um, <laughs> no rabbit trails. Just going to keep yeah. going. But on the way up there, we're in the car because it's like a 35 minute drive and um i think we were were we just talking about like relaunching the podcast you know what were our plans for that and we we're talking about how we really wanted a new name because i feel like Cine Garden podcast i don't i feel like we just don't want it to be about us necessarily yeah it's i mean when we first launched it was kind of about us like yeah. we we had episodes that we were talking about us what we did like i think one of them was about our childhood or something like that but uh, yeah. So it was kind of about us, but we have more of a purpose for this podcast, and that's what we want to communicate with you guys today. Yeah. Um. So how we came up with For the Feeling is we started talking about, like, why do we feel like we're wired to to be in this industry and to do what, what we do for a job? Um, and not everybody, I don't know if everybody feels that way about their job as it's like tied directly to their purpose for their life. Um, but I feel like we feel that way and we feel very deeply connected to what we do every day in order to make a living. And we were talking about like, why do we feel that way? Where did this come from? You know, it's very interesting. And um, we started talking about like just our childhood, how from the very beginning, we both have been very, um, I guess, very emotional slash empathetic slash, I don't know, like we've always been very deeply connected to, to feelings. And so feeling obviously was just a word that we kept coming back to, but um, we, we started sharing these stories. And I know from my perspective growing up, I was just very deeply emotionally connected to music and I could always visualize things to music. And so as soon as I had a laptop with a webcam on it, I started making YouTube videos and they were music videos. And I think I've talked about this in earlier episodes, but I could always like I could put myself in the artist's shoes and I was always trying to like visualize how to portray the emotion that they like put into the song and I just felt those feelings so deeply and it drove me creatively and I mean that that brings us all the way back to where we are now where we're making films we're making visual representations of people's like emotions and we're using music to drive that emotion and that feeling one thing we always talk about is you're a two on the enneagram and you're very conscious of what people around you are feeling or thinking or are they comfortable or is there anything i can do to like help them feel comfortable from when i was little like, I'll just give you the story that I told Adeline. When I was younger, probably about 8 to 10, my parents took me to a, I think it was a baseball game. 
uh, Memphis Tigers baseball game. And out front, they had their mascot, who was Tom the Tiger, and it was an actual physical aged tiger. And it was in this like eight by eight uh, glass cage. I have a question. Yeah. Was he like from the zoo? Yeah. Or they had his own? Okay. okay. Yeah. So they would bring him from the zoo to these games so people could look at him, but he was just pacing back and forth. And I remember staring into his eyes, and he stared right back into mine. And these police officers behind me were like, oh, he, he wants you for a snack. And it wasn't that. Like, I knew that he wasn't staring at me because he wanted to eat me, which maybe he did. But I, I had a pretty strong feeling that he could tell that I was empathizing with him. And it's an animal, you know. So I've had this connection with animals. I have this connection with people, just almost an unspoken connection that I can instantly have with someone that I meet. You're just extremely good at reading people. You always have been. That That's what I was saying about, like, the, the, the superpower. Yeah, it's not, like, it's not like you're like, I'm psychic and I'm like, I can connect with animals. Like, it's not like that. It's just like a, <laughs> it's just, you're extremely good at like being empathetic and reading people and like, and compensating for like what other people are feeling. Yeah. But that, that comes from experience. Like, I mean, obviously it is part of who I am and that's like my personality and how God created me. But I, I think there has been like, situations not issues but situations where i've spoken too soon or something like that and it's like i've put my foot in my mouth and it's made me come across like not the way that i want to come across whatsoever so i usually if you do meet me and i seem more like set back more introverted it's because i am like reading your facial expressions i'm reading your your hands like i'm i'm reading you so that i can understand you better like it's so funny because we'll meet new people and Adeline's a seven on the Enneagram and she's just like, what's up? Like she's like full force and she's well, like the way that I feel, I feel what you feel where you want to make people feel comfortable and like you don't want to make someone feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Obviously the opposite of what I said, but I, the way that I do that is I like talk and make sure like, they know that they are acknowledged and I don't like awkward silences. I'm very much like, I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable. So I will fill the space yeah. with my presence and my words and whatever I have to do to make sure everyone's entertained, happy and good. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, the reason we bring that up is because in those conversations, we found like the why behind Synagogue. Yeah, we literally had an epiphany in the car and yeah. we were just like, holy crap, this is why we do this and why we love it so much. Yeah, it's those it's those small details that I'm able to read that I love capturing. Yeah. And it's not just that I can have a connection with a couple very quickly. It's also like I love most of our films are very close up. Like we've yeah, had we shoot tight. A yeah, lot. yeah, we shoot really tight. And so people will kind of criticize that when we send a film to someone to critique or yeah, like in our mentorship wide shots sessions see the environment and i understand that and i get mad at myself every time i'm editing i'm like if we only had a wide shot here it'd be great yeah. like or it'd be great for the thumbnail we literally never have thumbnails because we never shoot wide yeah we've gotten better about it for sure like yeah. we we are intentional about it but 
for the longest time it was we are shooting tight because I just like you know if a groom's kind of fiddling his thumbs like that's Dude, that's a, that's where the good stuff is yeah that's what I'm saying or like a bride's kind of shaky like we've captured that before mm-hmm. and it's just like it it makes the viewer feel like they're feeling that you know and here's what it boils down to we never ever ever want our films to be an event recap video that's what we tell every client like we want to capture the essence of the day we want to capture what was actually felt and feelings that's hard to capture visually but you can do it yeah and anyways that we just came to this epiphany that we we do this for the feeling we do it to capture the feeling of the couple. We do it to communicate the feeling with whoever views the films. And we do it because of the way it makes us feel yeah. when we're doing it. And when we're putting a film together, I mean, we, almost every film, when we do a final watch through, we get teary eyed. Yeah. We feel things. And that's how we know that we've done our job and we've, and we've exercised our purpose that we've been given. And, so that's where the name came from. Yeah. Very excited about that. And I like I feel like we both have just um just been really like happy about where our direction is going, not only with our business, but in diving into education and community and really expanding that way. Um so yeah. Yeah, I feel kind of silly now because Why? like I don't know. I I got nervous, even though it's pre-recorded. Like we're not live, yeah, whatever. but I, I kind of got nervous, and it made me have like brain fog. I forgot, I forgot yeah. my purpose for yeah. a minute. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no, like hopefully that communicated well, and like you understand why we chose that and what we uh, what we kind of have now like a solid foundation. Because sometimes, like obviously, we love what we do and we're good at what we do. And we want to continue getting better at it. Um, but having that like concrete like ethos, Adeline keeps saying ethos. Yeah, ethos is a word that I've kind of like clung on to lately because, yeah, I just I feel like it is so important for you to realize why you're doing what you're doing, no matter what field you're in or um, whatever you do with your life. I think it's so important for you to understand who you are. And one thing that it's kind of crazy, but the sermon series that we've had at church this month has been all about that. And especially this past Sunday, it was after our conversation and like coming up with this name and kind of having this epiphany about who we are. Um, The sermon on Sunday was all about that. Yeah. And God's purpose. And yeah. And, how we just feel uniquely wired for for what it is that we do and that's why we feel so like connected and fulfilled by it um so yeah our plans for the podcast going forward um which i mean as far as logistics go we were talking about posting every other friday um but we don't want the podcast to be just about us and just about our journey and how we feel like we can educate or whatever. I think we want to invite way more people, way more people into it and um, let it be a place of connection and intimacy and vulnerability. I think um, 
one thing when we were doing the podcast last year is I felt like we had to have it together and sound like we really know what we're doing. And we, you know, I mean, the reality is, is that we're all figuring it out. And yeah, there's always more not- to learn. I mean, we have, we have our experience and we can share that. But it's a constant journey of of learning and figuring out how can we connect with our couples more and how can we connect with other people in this industry more and just create like a safe space for connection. And so that's what we want this podcast to be. We want you to be encouraged and lifted up and feel like you're not alone in this industry ever. And we are always going to respond to your dms <laughs> you can always dm us and you know vent or ask questions or whatever it is um i want you guys to feel like we're in your corner and yeah and so, hopefully yeah. you guys will be hearing from other people in our field mm-hmm. uh we want to we have plans we haven't like really solidified those plans but we have plans to bring other people on and get different perspectives yeah. and to you know help educate and help like give different experiences totally yeah um so we wanted to talk today since we're talking about our why and how we like had this epiphany and all of that we want to just talk about why it is important for you to find your why and kind of what it looked like for us to find it over the years and so the reason why i think it's important for you to have a why is if you don't, you, it's going to reflect on your work and on your brand. There's a lack of identity. There's a lack of consistency. And from a business aspect, you, that's the opposite of what you want. Yeah. But I will say, I mean, we've been doing this for eight years in a couple of months. It's been eight years. And first of all, that's crazy to think about. But second of all, we didn't necessarily have our why for a very long time. And that doesn't mean that you can't produce amazing films. And it doesn't mean that, you know, you can't be as creative as you, you need to be for those films. Um, but it helps so much. And I think you hit a ceiling without a why. Sure. And I think that we, not only do you hit a ceiling, but I think it just slows your growth down. I think as soon as we started to really embrace like who we are and what we were passionate about within this business, that's when we saw like immense growth. Yeah, and I think we were able to do this or do that this past year. Absolutely. Like we were able to to find our why, not necessarily like we did have that epiphany last week and that was our why, like very definitive, but we've known we've we've felt our why for a long time yeah you know for at least the past year if not more than that i think uh we just posted a a video on youtube um one of our past clients like a, a wedding film and someone in the comments said like kudos to you guys because i went back to a, a wedding film from a year ago and the amount of like I guess not verbatim, obviously he was just saying we've grown so much and like it, it seems like we found like who we are in our films from just a year ago. Yeah. And I think part of it too was 
I feel like we've known for a while who we are and who, what we wanted our brand to be and like how we wanted to connect with our clients and everything. We've known that for a while, but we weren't taking the steps to really embrace it. And part of that was just situational of us working other jobs alongside of our business and things like that. Um, but yeah, this past year we like just fully embraced, you know, who we feel like we're wired to be. And now we're seeing the fruit of that, which is just absolutely incredible. Um, I want to talk about like just kind of our journey over the years, how, you know, starting out, we were just, going through the motions and like filming weddings, editing weddings, posting weddings. And there was no real brand identity. There was no real mission behind what we were doing. We were just doing it because we could and we. Yeah. And we were learning from the experiences, but it wasn't like super intentional learning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think what really kind of solidified that we wanted to be, we wanted to do things differently was, I mean, one of the things that solidified was our own experience with a videographer for our own wedding. Right. And, um, we, by sharing this experience, we do not want to bash anybody on how they run their business on how they do things because, the way that we do things and the way that we are so deeply like invested in connecting with our couples and having this like deep relationship with them, not everyone runs their business that way. And that is 100% okay. Not every couple wants that kind of experience and that is okay. Um, we just knew that's not the way that we wanted to do things and we don't find fulfillment in having like no connection with our couples. We just don't enjoy doing that. We've and, done that. I mean, in the past, we've we've had those experiences where we show up, we shoot, and we leave, and it just doesn't it doesn't feel right to us. Like it, yeah. and it and it makes it honestly, it makes it harder for us in post. One hundred percent. We just can't create the edits that we want to with that type of relationship with our couples. And um, so, anyways, with our own wedding, we had the kind of experience where the only correspondence was email. There was no phone call, Zoom call, in-person meeting or anything like that. Um, no shoot beforehand or anything. Um, and on wedding day, the person that I had been emailing with wasn't the person who like came and filmed. I didn't know. Neither of us knew the person who came and filmed. And they didn't ever, speak to yeah, us. He didn't introduce himself or speak to us. There was no relational layer to the way that they conducted their business. And... I felt um, I felt really disappointed in that experience, and that is on us for yeah. the lack of research that we did. And, and it um, wasn't during the day. I don't think I ever felt that during the day. No, it was after the fact that yeah. I was like, man, we, we could have chosen someone that was a better fit for us. Yeah. And, but uh, like I said, it was a different time. Like, yeah, I feel like we were still kind of five years. Honestly, we were still kind of that that way. I mean, mm -hmm. I, like just communicating. Obviously, we had like phone calls and things like that. But I mean, it was 2018 when we got married, and so the industry looked a lot different. And I mean, there were there were definitely weddings that we showed up and maybe were much more of a fly on the wall than yeah, and we are now definitely. That's for sure. Um, 
And again, another disclaimer, just to make sure you guys know, we are not trying to like bash on anybody or the way that anybody does their their business. Like, this is just how we figured out how we wanted to run our business. Yeah. Um, dude, my phone is blowing up. My family is texting me about the weather. It, we got Pretty a little frozen. bit of snow. Um, it's 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 uh picking up too. But anyway, uh, the main point of for the feeling is what we've said but also telling our couple's story the best that we possibly can within their film is the most important part yeah for us. i think what we realized was the core of the film we no longer wanted the core of the film to just be wedding day we wanted it to be the story that actually led the couple to that day and interlacing that into what actually happens on wedding day. And so that's when we started implementing shooting with our couples before wedding day and doing our story sessions. And that's such a huge part of our process now that we do not, uh, we don't, I don't want to say we don't allow, but, is not allowed. it's not an option if you book with us you get a story session yeah. and it that's like that's who we are that's how we we run our business now and um you know we tried to do it in the beginning a little bit like we had uh we called them like love stories or something like that and people did not understand it we weren't good at explaining it and people were like i'm not paying extra for this because it wasn't something we included in our packages it was like an add-on yeah and it we were like we really want people we like to really wanted like, people to do it and people were like i yeah no i don't think we're gonna do that and so anyways we finally figured out we're just putting it in our package and if you want to work with us, you're doing a story zone. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is what freaking changed the game for us. And I think it's been so cool to be able to connect with our couples before wedding day. We don't show up without already knowing them. Yeah. I mean, breaking the ice before wedding day is it's so much easier. Like if is, you don't do that, please it, try to implement that. Like I'm not trying to keep that a secret or like, hoard that information for anything like please start doing a story session because when you show up and that i've felt that awkwardness i like i said i'm mainly an introvert because i like to read the room but am i too far you just seem far from your mic that's all sorry if you couldn't hear that last part no you it's fine um but anyway what i was saying is uh man i was on a roll too i'm sorry You said you weren't trying to hoard that information. Yeah. I've been in that situation where you get to wedding day and you're like, I have nothing in common. Like, how do I break the ice? Like, especially for me, I have like high anxieties when it comes to me even thinking about what I'm going to like connect with someone on. I know that sounds silly, but at the same time, like now when we do our story session, that's already out of the way. And first of all, that doesn't even really happen anymore. Like, I don't have that anxiety of, like, what's this awkward encounter going to be like? Because it's never awkward ever anymore. Yeah. And I think a part of that is is a mindset change. Um, Like, instead of going into a situation 
um, with like any sort of preconceived notion about the couple or just already feeling anxious and worrying about what they're going to think or whatever. Um, first of all, the couple, I feel like most of the time is probably a little more anxious than we are because they are, they're also walking into a weird situation with the story session. They don't. Yeah. They're going to be a little bit more vulnerable than yeah, we are. And they're like, how do we act in front of the camera? Like, what do we do? And you know, they're worried about being mic'd up and, and having to talk and stuff like that. And so there is no need for us to be anxious. Like we're we're there to to guide that couple. Yeah, and we're there to make things not. Yeah, and so we had a huge mindset shift and just decided to start walking into situations very confidently and very um, just choosing to be disarming. And what I mean by disarming, I use this word a lot, but like be yourself like we act like weirdos with our couples when they barely know us like we just show our personalities we make stupid jokes we're kind of nerdy we just show that side of ourselves, and I think it just lets them know like okay these people are human like they, they I have nothing to worry about yeah. being you know in front of the camera with them and when you break down that relational barrier that's there it makes the the actual story session, the actual shooting and them talking with the camera on them that it makes that run perfectly and smoothly. And they might not feel confident in it, but I'm telling you every single time our, our couples kill it, yeah. they 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 are incredible. They're just themselves. And but that is because we broke down the relational barrier before we started shooting. Yeah. And I think you can do that. You can do that in Zoom calls as well. Absolutely. I mean, I think the reason why even just walking up to the story session is easier is because our that relational aspect to our business starts from the moment someone has a consultation with us. Like we do our Zoom consultations and we're asking about their story. We're asking, okay, well, what what are some things you guys have been through together? Talk to us. You know, some people have been through some like tragic things in their relationship or amazing things like they had a child and you know, we ask questions about that stuff and we find out those things. And then, you know, we have questionnaires and we have other Zoom calls prior to actually meeting them in person. Um, so there's a lot of that, like just chipping away at that, that I keep saying relational barrier, but that's what it is. Yeah. And then so by the time we actually are meeting in person it does kind of feel like we already know each other. I mean, we're following them on social media. I'm commenting on their posts. You know, I'm I'm trying my best to to make them feel like we are invested and we care about you guys. Because yeah, we like, are. We want to know sure. you guys. Yeah. Not acting like it. We are. I yeah. mean, you know. So no, you're yeah, you're making them feel that way because that is our our why. Absolutely, dude. My phone is. Everybody's like, it's snowing. Chill, brother. Um, so what has happened since we made this shift is our work, our films reflect this shift. And because of that, now the couples that reach out to us are, are couples that want that. Yeah. And so there is less and less of couples that are extremely reserved and uncomfortable with sharing their story um, 
And those those couples, they there are other videographers that are perfect fit for them, like who we had for our wedding. You know, yeah. not every couple wants this type of intimate, you know, story being shared. Um, and but because those are the couples we feel fulfilled by working with them. Um, now that our work reflects that, that's who's coming to our website. That's who's sending us emails. That's who's you know inquiring with us. And so I want to encourage you if you're feeling like, like the couples that I work with aren't, they just would never want to do this. They aren't comfortable, but that is where I want my business to go. I want to encourage you that, um, when you do have a couple that you have an inkling that they would be a little more open to something like this, do it for, do it for free. Do it. If it wasn't something that they already booked you for whatever offer it, we've done that. Like if you feel like this, couple has a great story and I really want to be able to tell it like pursue that with that couple and see if they're down with it shoot it and and start putting that out there and your clientele is going to change and then you don't have to you don't have to feel like you're stuck in a clientele that doesn't necessarily match your ethos right so yeah that's good (laughs) um so Oh, so the next thing that I wanted to mention was since uh, our films have just more and more reflected, you know, this ethos and like where our films are just stories now more so than wedding recaps. um, We have been getting some DMs from people, which is super cool that people like, you know, they want advice and they're asking us questions. I get like super pumped about that. Um, but people have been asking me, how are you getting your couples to open up? You know? And I think we just kind of told you a little bit about how that is possible, but I just want to let all of you know, if you are curious and you want to dig deeper and learn more about this, um, there might be something cooking up. There might be something cooking for you guys. So, you know, just be on the lookout, stay tuned in. We'll let you know. But we might be working on something. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. I feel like that's pretty much all that we had for today. I want to encourage like just everybody to take some time to self reflect and figure out, you know, why am I doing this? What is my ethos? Who yeah. are the clients that I want to work with? And you don't have to find that today, tomorrow, the next year. It's like, a journey. It's a journey. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I am surprised that I wore these headphones the whole time. Like I said, whoa, is, whoa, whoa, whoa. I won't use buddy. your track for that because I hit her mic. But yeah, look at this. Not connected to anything. You poser. I know. Adam was like, well, we don't have to connect it to anything, but you can just wear them. So we're both wearing headsets. Oh, you're throwing me under the bus like I wanted it to be fake. No, it's not fake. I just thought it would be weird if we weren't both wearing headsets. I feel like people wear headsets during podcasts, but I guess you don't have to. No, you don't. I can hear myself. I need that because I'll blow the mic out because I'm so loud if I can't hear myself. (laughs) It it would be nice, obviously, but um, no, it's just something we're rambling. Yeah, we are. Let's get back on track. Look, uh, we haven't seen you guys in a long time. I mean, maybe we have, but like on the podcast, we haven't. So there's a lot of things that we have experienced in the past. Like we did all of our destination weddings last year and we'll talk a little bit about that. Totally. 
and fill you guys in. We posted a vlog uh, yesterday. Let's talk about that. Vlogs coming out Mondays. I don't know uh, right now every Monday, but, you know, there may be a time when we like need to shoot more vlog content in order to maintain the Mondays. But we just have a lot that we we built up over last year. Right. Yeah. So that vlog was from last June. Mm hmm. And we did a lot in July and August and... So much. Yeah, we did a lot. In the fall, too. So So. go check out the vlog. Uh, Those are Mondays. And then the podcast, like we said, every other Friday we'll have a podcast out. Yeah, we're super excited. Um, We love you guys. Again, our DMs are open and we are always down to just have a conversation I'm always down for a mentor session. I wanted to mention those. We did want to mention that. Yeah, um, we didn't put that on our notes, but I we... think <laughs> I think one of the most uh what's the word I'm looking for? I think what truly put us on the trajectory that we wanted to be on was allowing other people that we admired and were inspired by um speak into what we were doing with our business and that really helped us a lot last year um we had two different incredible filmmakers mentor us and shout out to stan shout out to sarah boomer <laughs> why do you whisper that? i don't That's, know when you started doing i don't that, know that took me by surprise but yeah multiply media <laughs> i don't even know what you're saying anymore Multiply Media and Films by Stanton. Uh, Multiply Media, we did one session with them, and it was amazing. Um, Became good friends with them. And Films by Stanton, uh, Stanton Giles, he mentored us from January until April or May. Maybe April. Maybe April. Anyways. It was very... Um, Point is, this is freaking essential okay (laughs) you need to you need to be open to mentorships you need to do a mentorship you don't have to do it with us but do it with someone that you're inspired by and that you want to learn from um it's an open space it's a safe space to ask any questions you want there's no knowledge that is off the table there's no gatekeeping like you get it all and we offer those two hour zoom call mentor sessions and um, we would love to do that with you so look i was a teacher before getting into filmmaking and i kind of miss it so i'm pumped like when i when we get a mentorship session i get i go all in i know dude we freaking take a ton of notes before the session because we're ready to you know i don't tear you apart no i'm just kidding (laughs) we're ready to rip your business to shreds buddy i'm just kidding (laughs) We're ready to help you out the best we <laughs> yeah, can. Yeah, we are ready to help. So, yeah. Um, okay, so podcasts on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, if you want to watch it on video, which you should because we're really attractive and cool. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm definitely just kidding about that. We need a dog um, cam. What? I said we need a dog cam. We do need a dog cam because our dogs are cuter than we are for sure. And Haku's just sleeping on the carpet yeah, right now. And he's like extra adorable right now. I wish y'all could see. But yeah, stay tuned. Um, 
make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on Spotify or Apple, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Instagram, all the things, you know, links in bio, blah, blah, blah. We love you guys. We'll see you guys in the next episode. And we're excited to be back. We're excited about For the Feeling. It's going to be lit. Thanks for taking time Yes. to listen to us. <laughs> Be silly. We love you all. Goodbye. <laughs>